Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit vcrnow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, yo! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. Ooh, focus. It's Texas Football Today, a show that's on the first Friday night of the year. There have been other Friday nights, but... No, not really. This is the first Friday night. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a correspondent website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places. It keeps going kind of fuzzy. Or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the executive producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. She's the, what's your title of Texas Football tonight? Executive, oh, executive producer. Executive producer of the debuting Texas Football Tonight. Tonight, she's a Duchess of the Dork. She's actually pickle. Howdy, we made it. Did we? Not yet. We will make it tonight after uh-huh. we have a successful first show. As I keep telling myself yep. for the past seven go months, it's gonna go great. <laughs> it is. I've been telling you, it's gonna be great. Oh no, we man, we the crew has been amazing we've prepped our butt off for this show and it's high school football how could it go wrong what so, could possibly go wrong it's actually the first thing that's ever gone wrong um but i will say real fast here's the here's the graphic just yeah, to remind yeah. people of, of when top. it is uh august tonight, 25th that's today pickle let's go the first friday night of the 2023 texas high school football season debuting dave campbell's texas football tonight 7 30 to 10 stream it for free free everywhere 
E on TexanLive.com. Again, this is in partnership with our good friends at the University of North Texas. We have an entirely um, huge crew of students that are going to be sitting here helping us run this entire operation. So we are very, very excited. Nicholas Laupius, Ishmael Johnson, bringing you live coverage from across the state on the desk let's, tonight. Let's not bury the lead here. Let's not bury the lead. Okay. TV-ish. Yes, correct. TV-ish yes. is the reason to tune in. Yeah. He uh, he will be on the desk all two and a half hours bringing you all the analysis that your little heart can handle. We are pumped up about it. Um, and now we can say TV's very own Ishmael Johnson, which I personally am excited about for many reasons. No. And coming from an Emmy nominee like you, it means a lot. Mm-hmm. Today is Friday, November, or November, geez, August 25th, <laughs> 2023. I'm looking at the Thanksgiving thing is the problem. Uh, Friday, August 25th, 2023, 90 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Alexander Skarsgård. Okay. Do you know who he is? Uh, I recognize the name. He's a, he's he's resident. He's a hot guy. Yeah. He was in, uh, do you watch, did you watch Succession? No. Um. He's a he's a Gojo guy from Succession. Anyway, okay. uh, it's episode 1,637. On today's show, folks, we're going to hear from a gentleman who's going to be making his debut tonight, uh, and that is the new head coach of the Burleson Elks as they host Burleson Centennial uh, the, tonight. Uh, it is uh, Chad Worrell uh, in from El Campo and previously of Brock. We will hear from him. And then back out the show. It's helpful Honda Mailback Friday. You were so kind to send us your your questions on Facebook and uh, and Twitter, and now we will answer them coming up here at the back half of the program. And helpful Honda Mailback Friday. So we appreciate you spending a little bit of your first Friday night of the year with us. Pickle Matt Step got in his car and drove to Burleson. Now he lives kind of close to there. No, he drove from Canada. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. He didn't. <laughs> uh, he was kind of close to there, but uh, he did drive over to Burleson because he had to get a one-on-one interview with the head coach of the Burleson Elk, Coach Chad Worrell. Here is Matt Steph's conversation with Burleson head coach Chad Worrell here on Texas Football Today. Matt Step, Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at Burleson High School, here with the new head coach of those Burleson Elks, Coach Chad Worrell, after a, a nice and cool practice here this afternoon. Coach, uh, how are you doing? Doing great. It uh, had a little cloud covering, a little breeze out there today. It was only 104, right? Yeah, it's a, that's a, almost a cool front now. Yeah. So let's, we'll talk about the heat first. That's been dominating the topics uh, around social media and Texas high school football over the past week. It's It's been a hot summer, no doubt about it. Um, I know high school coaches, athletic trainers taking a lot of precautions. What are you guys doing as far as you know dealing with the heat, but also making sure you get acclimated to the heat because you got to play in it Friday night. It's going to be hot Friday night. And also making sure your kids stay hydrated and all that, all the, all that goes into that. Yeah, I mean, just the common sense stuff of keeping them hydrated and lots of breaks uh, during practice, making water available to them at all times. Um, we've also utilized the mornings for quite a few workouts, like I know most people have. And then in the afternoons at practices, we've shortened them, you know, shortened them up in the afternoons to try to ease our way into it. School started for us last Wednesday, so we've just been in school for a week, and you know, we had a scrimmage last Thursday, and and obviously we haven't had that many days after after school having to go out and practice but the kids have done a good job of acclimating to it and do you feel do you see that can you see the acclimation
acclimation process taking place throughout the week? As you know, day one, maybe it's you know dragging a little bit, and by day three, day four, they've kind of adjusted because they're kids, they're young, and they're in a lot better shape than us. Yeah, they adjust quicker, you know, than than the older people and the coaches. Uh, they do a great job, and and like I said, they're out in the summer. Most of them are active during the summer, and so you know, with the way that we do year-round, basically training now, you know, we work our kids out during the summers, and they're they're used to it. They're out in there, and they a lot of them go work when they get through a workout. So they they're they're more used to it probably than the coaching staff and the, and the sports writers for sure right sports writers and officials and and all that all those people all right now you know this, this is the transition year for you you know coming to Burleson this offseason from El Campo um you know obviously you're familiar with the area from your time at Brock um changing things up a little bit you guys are gonna are gonna have more of a personality I would say of a downhill running team and, and versus what Burleson did in the past which was a little more wide open throw it around how the kids adapted to the new schemes I know I know you haven't given them the whole playbook yet but you're, you're kind of uh spoon feeding them a little bit how they adapted and how, how did the summer go well they did a great job you know starting in the spring when we got in started working offense and, and started getting kind of installing our offense and defense and you know they've picked it up really well you know we're going to have some growing pains there but yeah we want to you know just like always we want to identify as being a physical football team on both sides of the football and and establish the run and, and I think our in terms of our core group of kids you know with, with the returners you know I think our, our strength coming in here is definitely our offensive line with the returning starters and things up front so we're going to build around that you know we're still going to be able to throw the football these kids have been throwing and catching um for you know for uh the last three years and uh we're going to continue to build on that and continue to, to be able to throw the football as well got you gotta be balanced right i mean, I mean your personality is going to be running the football, but I know your 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 the elite teams you had at Brock did have the ability to throw the football, use the play action pass to their benefit. As you get deeper and deeper, you know, hopefully make those deep playoff runs, you got to be able to put the ball up a little bit, right? Yeah, and I think that's been one of our bright spot uh, bright spots of our uh, two scrimmages is is we've been able to throw the ball and play action people and things like that, and we're going to continue to pound the ball and play action people, and hopefully keep them off balance a little bit. There you go. Get you centered up there a little bit, there coach. Get that get that handsome right. face in the shot. Um, you know you. Battle of Boots this week. It's a big rivalry game with Centennial. You guys aren't in the same district, but I know that doesn't take away from the rivalry. And this happens to be your first game as head coach here at Burleson. What have you What have you heard from around town about the rivalry? How big of a game is it? Well, when uh, my first week on the, I think the day after I actually was hired here officially was the. Uh, the baseball game between Centennial and Burleson High and so I got to attend that and saw, saw the crowd and you know obviously I've heard a lot about it you know being here since March and and it's it's more of a friendly rivalry I can tell you you know just being in the same community the kids know each other a lot of the parents have went to school at, at maybe Burleson High that now live over there or whatever so uh, you know I, I would say it's definitely a huge rivalry we're looking forward to it it's supposed to be a sellout crowd on on Friday but I think it's more of a friendly rivalry too. When you look at Centennial obviously uh, they got they had a great year last year coach Geller does a heck of a job over there. Um, they got a lot of new faces on their roster. They graduated um, a lot of key players that, that have been three-year starters. Um, still going to be tough. They're going to have that personality. What, when you look, look at their scrimmage film, what kind of ball club are you guys going to be up against on Friday night? Well, you, you said it. Coach Geller and his staff do a great job. You know, they're well coached, and they do a great job of uh, running flexible, and they're really physical, and they have some really good athletes there, you know, skill-wise uh, with a lot of speed. And so they're they're a threat, and they've been throwing the ball as well in the in the, in the scrimmage that they had and, and really trying to establish, be able to throw the ball and done a, done a great job at it. Their quarterback's super impressive because he's a dual threat uh, there, and then their receivers are super athletic, but they're 
are well coached. You know, Coach Geller's been nothing but a, a help for me since I've taken the job. You know, we met right off, and, and I've leaned on him for some, you know, guidance within the district and along with Coach Ozzy. But, you know, it's going to be a great atmosphere Friday night, and I think it'll be a good football game. Defending the flex bone, as a, you know, from a defensive standpoint, what, what, are, what, are the key, what do you have to do well to slow the flex bone down? It's assignment football. I mean, you have to play assignment football and take care of all, you know, take care of the dive, take care of the quarterback, and take care of the pitch. And it sounds easy when you say that, but then when you get out there and and you can't simulate that, you know, that's one thing that over the years of playing the flex bone is the teams who run it well, you know, we've had some experience with that in the past. And it's hard to simulate that in practice. And so being able to adjust to that game speed, being able to adjust to their speed and their their quickness up front uh, is going to be key And then playing assignment football. Defensively, what, what do you see from their defense? What do you guys have to do well? on the offensive side of the ball to counteract what they do on the defensive side. A couple of guys back. They've got a, a defensive end and uh, they've got a, you know, I think that they're, they call their joker that is kind of a rover there in the three three five, And, uh, you know, uh, man, they're, they're heck players, heck of good players. They're, they're middle linebacker. I mean, they're, they're really, really, they get to the ball in a hurry. They play good assignment football. They're well coached on that side of the ball too. And they're physical. And so we're going to have to, we're going to have to take care of our assignments and stay on our blocks. Our backs are going to have to block for each other and, and hold on the football and really, you know, hopefully take take control of the clock. Uh, that's been the joke since I got here with Coach Ozzy is that this game may be over by nine. So There you go. We'll, we'll get it out. And that means that when you get, get done at nine, you can get something good to eat. So uh, let's talk about that. When, when, you, when you're in town, you've, you've, you're still learning the places to eat. I had a couple of suggestions for you. What are, what are some of your go-to spots here in Burleson? Uh, you know, there's – there's been several, but you, you recommended Mojo's. And so, uh, you know, it's uh, definitely probably the top of the list right now. Brisket tacos, right? Brisket taco, tacos and brisket nachos. So I guess uh, if you guys win on – if the Elks win on Friday night, there'd be no better way to celebrate than maybe a plate of brisket tacos from Mojo's. That sounds like a great idea. There you go. Coach, appreciate your time. Uh, good luck on Friday night and appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. There's Chad Worrell, head coach of the Burleson Elks. Open up their season tonight, big rivalry game. It's Burleson Centennial. It's Elks. It's Spartans. It's tonight in Burleson. Dun, dun, dun. And the debut of Chad Worrell, head coach of the Burleson Elks. We appreciate his time a little bit earlier this week. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a little bit, it's Help Behind a Mailbag Friday. But first... A word from these goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Pickle, it's that time. Check my watch. It is that time. It's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score on award-winning Hondas like the rugged and Mm. reliable 2023 Ridgeline. You can stop by your North Texas Helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. That's Uh, all off the brain, by the way. That's off the dome, baby. (laughs) We are, um, we're, we're, we're changing, we're changing Mailbag Friday to, um, solicit questions early on social media. Uh, so, uh, follow us on social media, on Facebook and on Twitter specifically. Uh, we'll probably put on Instagram too. Uh, but if you got questions, let them, uh, you know, comment on the, on those, those posts so that we can get your questions in. But that is, um, well, that's how we're going to do helpful Honda mailback Friday, uh, moving forward just gives us a little bit more control over the timing of it and, 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 and that, and, and we can control the question flow a little bit. But so if you got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, uh, you can get them in on social media ahead of helpful Honda mailbag Friday. Um, I have a question about Hondas. Okay. You keep saying the 2023 Ridgeline, an excellent vehicle. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, one of the things I've never understood is like the car num, car years on Yeah, because they like, start promoting yeah. the 24. They're probably... Like, can you buy a 24 right now? Probably. Maybe not in August, but definitely by like October. Yeah, like when is that? Like, I, I, I do don't know not know the, the official... car manufacturing calendar. Yeah, that's a good question. But, I My guess would be at the end of September, early October. Probably October. Feels I bet we right. could call our friends at Honda and they could tell us. That's like, they're true. smart. They would let us know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. What questions did we get from the people? Um, let's head down to a matchup between the Coastal Bend and the Super Syntax, and we'll go with how do you what do you think about Corpus Christi Vets versus New Braunfels Canyon? Yeah, uh, it is a really intriguing matchup because it's kind of our first look at a new look Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial team. This is a, a, a team that, of course, won their region last year, five A Division One Region Four. That's off the dome, uh, but they are going to be different this year. Coach Ben Bittner's squad is going to be different. They only bring back nine starters, and they lose. I think their most important player, which was Elijah Durrett, mm-hmm. their quarterback, who is so important in what they do. And they lose six starters off of what was a very good defense. Now, Christian Sapsook's back. Luke Johnson's back. They've got playmakers that are back. This is a an intriguing first matchup for them. Bless you. Thank you. good? Um, it's an intriguing first matchup for them, taking on a new Braunfels Canyon team that probably has some things... To prove, I think, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it's first year for Coach Nate Leonard. We talked to him in the offseason. Uh, so I think there's questions about what a Nate Leonard coach Cougars team is going to look like. They do bring back a fair amount from last year's playoff team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but remember, this is the program that lost their quarterback, Deuce Adams, and Eli Adams, his brother, both transferred to Austin Vandegrift in the offseason when his dad took a job on the Vandegrift staff. Um, their dad, I should say, put, took, took a job yeah, on the Yeah, that Vandegrift was a staff. big yeah, factor he from was, a player's side. I mean, he was so I mean, I mean that's a 3,000-yard rush or mm-hmm. passer. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a, a, a true game changer. So this is a fascinating, like, early look at two teams. We have a fair amount of, I think, f- 
like relatively well-established questions about who has answered those better. Um, I think that Vets is your favorite, especially being at home, mm-hmm. because New Braunfels Canyon Canyon's got to go all the way down to the coast for this game. I think that's, that's a long drive. That's too. a long drive. <laughs> so I think the advantage has got to be on the Canyons. I'm sorry, on the on the Vets side. Mm-hmm. But again, there's so many different questions, and both replacing a quarterback that that can easily be made up. The early my early feel is Vets, especially at home. Yep. But I would say that Canyon, if they've answered a lot of questions and if they can all kind of buy in behind uh, Coach Leonard, then I think that they're gonna they've, they've certainly got an opportunity to win this game. I, I think like that Vets, second quarter will be super telling because yeah. the first quarter of any game on the first week oh. is always just shaky. You it's know, all, everyone's got to knock off the rust. You got to it's it's settle all your emotions. The first the first quarter of the year is always it's ugly football. It's <laughs> it's fueled by pee and vinegar. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so this it's one, just... like this one, is a normal game. I would be saying, oh, well, to be able to tell a lot in the first quarter, yeah, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna push that back to in the last five minutes of the second half or in the first half. I'm gonna we give should this, have an actual give this, feel for this. Game. I'm gonna give this line to Ish for tonight. But basically, the first quarter of the season is like the vibes quarter. Yeah. It's just all vibes. It's just like we're just going out Adrenaline. there having fun. Exactly right. Like we're we're actually playing football. It's big. Uh, I'm happy to be. I'm just happy to be here. Big energy. happy to be here. Energy. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I do like vets, but that is a really intriguing matchup. That also it's funny because it also goes for us as uh you know people that are in mm-hmm. and around the TV world or the writing world of the first quarter is just, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, yeah. I think so. All right. What is next, Ashley? Um, what is the most consequential game in week one? Ooh. Very intriguing. Um, there's a couple There's a couple that come to mind to begin with. One of them, I think, is Anna and Decatur. Mm-hmm. Anna and Decatur is really interesting. Um because Anna had a, such a fantastic year last year, but they have to replace uh, they have to replace Evan Bullock, their quarterback. Mm-hmm. They have to replace Breezy Dubar, their running back. They have a lot of like star power positions to to uh, to uphold. The other thing about Anna is that they don't, and I don't, I mean this respectfully, they don't have that history that we can say, oh, this is, I'm knocking over my community cup, coffee cup. Um, they don't have that history of saying, oh, this is just what Anna does. Mm-hmm. Last year was the first time in a long time where they really spiked. Yeah, I had someone in my DMs last year telling me I was dumb for saying this was an anomaly for Anna because it happened like 70 years ago. Bro. And I was like, "Bro, my guy. Dude, that was their first 10-win <laughs> season since 1981 i was like my guy i was not even close to being born yet i wasn't born (laughs) like and that's not that's not a like oh it has to be a recency thing that's a thing that it's been over three decades exactly so like so so i think for anna against decatur a, a certified top 10 team yes they can go out there and prove that they have replaced uh the pieces that they they lost and that they are not a flash in the pan. And they are I was here to say, stay. They've got their second year under coach uh, Steve Huff now too. Uh, so that's uh, oh, yeah, a Decatur. huge thing. Decatur Absolutely. Because on the Decatur side, they're a program that has the superstar back, mm-hmm. right? They've got Nate Palmer back at the running back spot. They have some holes to fill around him and the second year under, under Steve Huff. I think there's a lot of expectations on Decatur right now. I think there's a lot of expectations on Decatur to make that run. You could really take the air out of the tires with a loss in week one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Anna and Decatur has a lot of consequences uh, coming out of week one. I would also say another game that I think is really consequential uh, is Austin Westlake and Fort Bend Ridge Point. 
Westlake goes on the road to Fort Bend mm. to take on Ridgepoint. And a lot of new faces for Westlake. Um, they bring back Jack Kaiser, the running back, but they got to replace... Like they got, they they're settling Everyone. in on a quarterback. <laughs> they lose Jaden Drayden Greathouse. They lose a lot of that defense from last year's team. Going up was against Colton Vasek, he was gone. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. A lot of that, a lot of the star power on that defense is gone. But of course, you've got you know Tony Salazar, first year, uh, now in his second, second year, year. The head coach. Going up against a four-pin Richpoint team that I think feels like they're on the precipice of something big, mm-hmm. and feels like they could this would be a real feather in their cap if they were to knock off a name brand program like Westlake in Week One. So that's a really consequential game as well. Um, I mentioned it on the um, I mentioned it on on the picks video, but I also think Sybil Steel and Brennan is really consequential yeah. in the San Antonio landscape. As well. I've got one more too that mm-hmm. I think is going under the radar, and this might just be personal interest of mine to see, but I think Denton Ryan New Braunfels has a lot of implications, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily from the New Braunfels side, but from Denton Ryan. Denton Ryan had an uncharacteristic year last year. They still have Seth or Dave Hennigan. They still have all of the pieces that has made Ryan a perennial powerhouse for so long. If they go and not only are just snake bitten by New Braunfels, but if mm-hmm. they go drop the first game of the season again, I'm going to start having some serious questions about yes. Denton Ryan. I entirely agree. I think this is an important week one game for Dave Hennigan and company there with Ryan to kind of reestablish themselves and say, last year was an anomaly. That is not our standard. We are still the powerhouse mm-hmm. that, we, that we've always been. Which, real fast, as we announced yesterday on Women Talking Football, Denton Ryan, New Braunfels, and um, Lake Travis... Or Westlake. No, Westlake. No, not Westlake. Uh, the first one you said. Uh, Decatur and Anna. Decatur and Anna are spotlight games on Texas football Bangers. tonight. So we're going to be cycling through those games. So make sure to tune into those. All right. I think we got one more from the peeps. Um, Let's go with what impact will the Heat have on the games in week one? Ah, okay. Um. Well, first of all, check your local listings mm-hmm. on when the game is kicking off, if you're going to a game. I know that you guys have been scrambling at Texas Football Tonight to adjust for kickoffs. The Bally Sports Southwest game is Ennis and Locks Hatchie. That's been shoved back half an hour to 730. Um, so uh, that's one thing. There's a, a tangible thing of like games are being moved back to get out of the heat. That's part one. Part two is that I think you will see... not much you will see fewer smaller schools beating bigger schools because i think the weather and the heat is going to expose depth differences quicker that's a good point normally normally when i think about depth i think about the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. okay i think you could really start seeing that in the third quarter like the entire second half is when the depth becomes a real issue for five A's playing against six A's or four A's playing against five A's or whatever it may be. I think that is a real advantage for the bigger schools with the better depth. Yep. So for example, one game that we've got our eye on is Hitchcock and Refuria. Mm-hmm. Big game. Three A against a two A, right? Three A against two A. Hitchcock two, two classification. Yeah. Three A D one against two A D one. I liked Hitchcock in the beginning. Mm-hmm. When you take into account the heat, I think that that gives them a little bit more, even more of an edge over a smaller Refurio team, not smaller size-wise, but smaller depth-wise. Wise. And I think, the, I think the depth is what you're going to notice. So don't be surprised. 
it would not be a surprise to see teams pull away more quickly in the second half, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I cannot even imagine the amount of conversation around hydration this oh week gosh. from coaches prepping for this game. Of If you were not starting to hydrate excessively on Monday, you're three you know, days behind. You know what they say, hydrate or dihydrate. That is a phrase. And that <laughs> is Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Chad Worrell of Burleson for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Remember tonight, Texas football tonight, texanlive.com, 730 to 10. We will see you Monday on Texas Football Today.